welcome to the Skin Series. I'm Danika. And I'm Haley, And we're here to chat all things skin. As clinical naturopaths and corneotherapists, we want to share our knowledge and passion for helping people heal their skin conditions in a holistic way. Join us for a deep dive into debunking beauty myths, how your gut, hormones, diet and lifestyle factors influence your skin and our unique philosophy on how to care for your skin topically. As always, this advice is general and not designed to diagnose or treat any conditions. Please consult your healthcare practitioner before beginning any treatments. Okay, let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode 11. In today's episode, we are going to be discussing topical steroid withdrawal. So this is something that I'm really passionate about in talking about and also treating and helping people move through topical steroid withdrawal. So a lot of you out there might have not actually heard this term before. And if you have, it might be something that you're going through yourself. So you might get a lot of value out of this episode. And it's really something that we want to share and spread awareness about and prevent some of you from experiencing this condition. Yeah, it's a huge one and it's going to be a really interesting episode. Firstly, how have you been, Haley? It's been a busy, busy time for you. It has been very busy for me. I recently, a couple of weeks ago, I got married back in WA. It was beautiful. I yeah, Danica was there. <laughs> I was lucky enough to be <laughs> It was such a special day for, for us and for all our family and friends. We couldn't have asked for a better outcome. So um, we're super happy about that. And? And, and <laughs> I am officially 28 weeks pregnant (laughs) so we are having a baby girl and she's due mid-december so sorry that was archie my dog i think he was getting jealous when i was talking about (laughs) he's not gonna be the baby of the house no (laughs) his new little sister was distressing him i think He's not going to get all the uh, all the affection like he normally does. So, um, yeah, very big year for, for me and my partner. And we're just kind of smashing it out and getting it all done. So mm, Very exciting, <laughs> very exciting. Okay, so let's get into today's topic. So topical steroid withdrawal, this is an area that I haven't had huge experience with prior to working at Solstice Skin. So I found it super fascinating implementing yeah, your topical protocols with some of my clients over the past year and seeing their positive responses. It's been really, really great. Yeah, and it's really an area that there's not too much education and not too much awareness on. So a big part of this episode is really bringing attention to to this condition because it can be quite a uh, traumatic and severe condition to experience and really finding the right practitioners that have experience in this area is going to be really really valuable for people going through this so yeah it's 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 an episode that i'm really really excited to delve into so this particular drug induced skin condition is multifactorial it's multi-layered when it comes to what's happening to the skin topically but also what's happening internally so this episode we're just going to focus on the topical presentations and how we treat topically but next episode we are really excited to invite on uh, the skin naturopath melissa and she's going to delve into how she treats this condition or how she supports this condition uh internally so um that's super exciting yeah because it really can't be one that you do one without the other we need to get both sides 
yes topical and internal to get the good results that we do yeah yeah yeah, for sure so we always educate our clients on the fact that we can't stop someone going through topical steroid we can support their skin and their body while they're going through it from clinical experience i've seen clients who when they've come in and seen me they've been going through topical steroid withdrawal for years and then we implement our external protocol and our internal protocol and that can just dramatically speed up their healing process and the results can be you know 50 to 60 to 70 percent of an improvement within three to six months which is which is amazing so our job is to reduce the severity of flares and the time between flares whilst repairing the skin barrier and retraining the skin how to function again as this function has been suppressed through the use of topical steroids yeah how did you first come across topical steroid withdrawal like how did you make the link between steroid use and it having a negative impact on the skin. Prior to working with skin, I was aware that long-term topical steroid use could have a damaging impact on the skin. I actually had used topical steroids on and off in the past, not extensively, but very, very infrequently, because as you guys may know, I myself suffered from um, eczema as a child. So when I began working with skin, I guess I started to notice a pattern of clients experiencing these strange symptoms on their on their skin and the presentations were red inflamed skin on areas of the body that the eczema never used to present so the flares would be sometimes at random and may have not been triggered by anything in particular which is quite different to eczema because usually we can identify some sort of trigger that's triggering the eczema i also noticed the majority of adult clients who had suffered from eczema most of their life had used topical steroids extensively and then when they stopped using these topical steroids their skin would flare and it would have a particular response so this kind of set me on a wild goose chase a bit of a hunt for more information about what was going on you know as clients would go to their GP who prescribed the topical steroids in the first place and they didn't really seem to have an answer either apart from putting them on stronger um, topical steroids Yeah, so let's go back a couple of steps. What actually are topical steroids? So topical corticosteroids is a lipid-soluble drug. It merges through the targeted cell wall to inhibit the production of inflammation as well as reducing the immune response. And it does this by altering the gene expression in the nucleus of the cell. So that was a very scientific (laughs) explanation. Um, Essentially, how I like to explain it to clients is corticosteroid cream is a hormone cream. And remember, hormones are messengers. So this messenger, this message has to infuse into the skin cell and have a direct influence on that, how that skin cell responds. So In order for these steroid hormones, so remember cortisol's essentially in it, to get to these targeted cells, and these targeted cells live a little deeper down in the epidermis and the dermis, 
it actually thins the first couple of layers of your skin. And what that means is it can reduce the first three lines of defense within our skin. So it can negatively impact our acid mantle. It can negatively impact our skin microbiome. It can negatively impact our skin roof, which is our stratum corneum, and also break down those protective lipids. So those good fats that kind of hold all, all of our water content in our skin in order to gain access to a few particular cells. So keratinocytes, our Langerhans cells, which are our immune cells, and our dermal fibroblasts, and they make up our collagen and elastin. So quite a bit of stuff happening to the skin topically when we're using topical steroids. So I like to use the analogy of, you know, if you're going into battle, it's kind of destroying the first few rows of foot soldiers i don't think rose is the right word (laughs) to get to the the king the king king and queen the royal family so and you know if we have a poor defense system then our skin is also going to be more at risk of things like bacterial overgrowth such as staphylococcus so staph infections are a lot higher in people with topical steroid people sorry people who are going through topical steroid withdrawal unfortunately long-term use of topical steroids can cause the skin to become incredibly impaired and i just want to preference it doesn't mean that topical steroids should never be used there's definitely a time and a place and especially when there's a staph infection or you know there's lots of weeping and oozing and bleeding and things like that sometimes we need topical steroids to go in there and just really heal while we're also working on repairing the skin barrier it's unfortunately just the long-term use of these topical steroids which can have such a impact on the skin externally but then also impact the body internally so what makes people end up with topical steroid withdrawal So most people are prescribed topical steroids for the skin condition known as eczema. So a lot of clients come in and they have had eczema as a baby or as as a child and they've gone to a GP or dermatologist and they've been prescribed topical steroids, usually from a quite an early age. And common eczema presentation uh, as a baby or as a child is usually behind the knees, the flexors of the elbows, you know, can be parts of the body and sometimes the face. So guidelines for steroid use is maximum two weeks and shouldn't be used long-term. However, because the topical steroids are so effective at reducing the appearance of eczema, then what usually happens, the person gets an eczema flare, uses the topical steroids, it improves the skin. As soon as you stop using the topical steroids, that flare comes back and sometimes it's even worse. So then you go back to using the topical steroids. So it becomes this process of you're, you get stuck on this hamster wheel of using topical steroid. So is this um, what they call topical steroid addiction? Yeah. So I usually kind of phrase topical steroid addiction when you're stuck in that cycle of using topical steroids on your flares. So what essentially is happening is, as I explained before, every time you have a flare, the topical steroids do a pretty good job at reducing it. And then you flare again and then you use it again. And then your skin becomes reliant on those topical steroids to help reduce that inflammation. So, but then unfortunately, as soon as you stop using it, then that inflammation occurs within the skin uh, and then you pop more topical steroids on it. And that's what we kind of characterize as 
addiction. And it's addiction, your skin gets addicted to the topical steroids, but also you as a person get addicted to the topical steroids because you see it having such a good effect. Unfortunately, long-term, that efficacy of the topical steroids starts to reduce and your skin health and your skin function starts to reduce. So that's where we end up in this vicious cycle of addiction Mm. until the point where you decide to come off topical steroids and then you you start going through topical steroid withdrawal yeah and we start to see clients who have been prescribed stronger 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 and it just gets into that cycle where the dose that you were on before doesn't even work anymore so you have to keep upping it and that's kind of where you would establish that you're in that addiction stage yeah definitely and it's a really difficult thing to get out of and I always say to my clients, it's nothing to feel shame around using topical steroids. If the education from the get-go was provided to these people about long-term effects of topical steroids, and if there was another way to help with that eczema and getting to the root cause of that eczema, which is what Danica and I do and Mel does within our clinic, then they might have not had to go down this topical steroid pathway. And it can be really hard when uh, adults are given this option for their children who are experiencing severe pain and itchiness and it's almost like this miracle cream that will take away the pain but then it's short-lived and you stop using it and you come back to it and yeah without that knowledge it's something that can be used for years and years and years without even a second thought. Yep, exactly. Also, topical steroids are also a vasoconstrictor, which means they constrict the blood vessels within the skin, as well as suppressing the inflammation and and dampening that immune response. So inflammation is such an important step to skin healing. And this is what I say to my topical steroid withdrawal clients, because as soon as they stop using it, their skin gets red and inflamed. And I was like, that is a, that's part of the process. That's healing. That's something you need to go through. If we suppress the healing within the skin for a long time using topical steroids, then we're suppressing that healing mechanism. And also we're vasoconstricting those blood vessels, which isn't always the best thing for your skin because we need good blood flow to the surface of the skin for healthy skin. So when you stop using topical steroids, there's this process of vasodilation that happens. And that's when you can see skin that becomes very red, very inflamed, swollen, itchy, and it can be a very difficult experience to go through. Uh, There is a term in the TSW community called red skin syndrome, which can mean a person's skin from head to toe can be completely red and inflamed. Usually I see this in clients that have been on topical steroids for probably longer than 10 plus years. Do you need to be using topical steroids for a long time, like 10 plus years to go through topical steroid withdrawal or can it be a shorter amount of time? Yeah, not necessarily. So you can go through topical steroid withdrawal even if you've been using them for a shorter amount of time too. Usually the shorter amount of time you've been using them, the shorter amount of time you have to go through topical steroid withdrawal. So some people can even experience using topical steroids for one to two weeks and experiencing a bit of a withdrawal process after that. In in saying that, using it for one to two weeks isn't going to have the internal impact that long-term steroid use is going to have. 
So it's really just going to be probably a little bit of red inflamed skin that might take a month or so to recover from. So how can you tell the difference between eczema and a topical steroid withdrawal rash? Yeah, so this is a really important differentiation. Differentiation. <laughs> differentiation. <laughs> differentiating between what eczema is and what topical steroid withdrawal is because this can really highlight that that person's actually going through topical steroid withdrawal as well as going through active eczema. So as I stated before, eczema can present in the back of the knees, the flexes of the elbows, sometimes for some people it's stomach, or it can be facial areas like perioral dermatitis is very common. So around the mouth or periorbital dermatitis around the eyes is a very common area. Um, You know, it can be red, inflamed, cracked, weeping, itchy, all those kind of typical eczema symptoms topical steroid withdrawal and my line of questioning with clients is i always say okay where did your eczema present and then now where are your flares presenting and it's usually in places that their eczema didn't used to present so it could be legs inner thighs it could be stomach it could be the back of the arms it could be the wrists uh really common areas the neck to flare and also it could be on the face as well so i like to explain it topical steroid withdrawal rashes almost have a different personality to eczema It can also flare at random times, as I said before, with no particular trigger, whereas eczema can typically flare if or flare worse if there's been a trigger involved, whether that's some sort of food or exposure to chemicals or pollen or using the right the wrong skincare. And then it can have an extreme itch to it. So yes, eczema can be itchy, we know that, but topical steroid withdrawal is like you just want to itch your skin off. It's incredibly, it's insatiable itch. And it's it's really unpredictable. These flares are really unpredictable when they happen and where they present. It's almost like it's a beast that have that has a life of, of its own, this topical steroid withdrawal presentation. So as I mentioned before, really common areas I see is a patch on the front of the neck, facial flush, flushing. So it can be flushing through the cheeks. It can be you know, around the mouth is a very common area. To have swollen lips as well is quite common. Uh, wrists are a really common area I see. But again, it can present over the whole body. So there are some common areas that I, I typically see. So yeah, this identifying this presentation is really important to see if you are going through topical steroid withdrawal. Also, just because you apply topical steroids to a certain part of the skin doesn't mean that you can't experience topical steroid withdrawal rash somewhere else. And that's also another kind of key indicator that you might be going through topical steroid. Because someone might say, well, I never put topical steroids on my neck and I'm getting this red flare. That's something to, to also look out for. Mm-hmm. I've also heard of a phrase called elephant skin. Can you talk a bit about that? Yes. So elephant skin is essentially like the name suggests, elephant looking skin. If we think of an elephant, they have very rough, thick, thick, uh, deep crevicey type looking skin. So the topical steroids, as well as that ongoing inflammation within the skin, especially when you're going through topical steroid withdrawal, causes a breakdown of collagen and elastin in the dermis. So this can result in deep crevices within the skin. So a topical steroid withdrawal client can feel like they've 
rapidly age in the space of a couple of months or a couple of years. The good news, what I always say to my clients is this, is, this isn't something that's permanent. Um, once we heal the skin and we increase hydration in the skin and we get those fibroblasts producing those that collagen elastin again it can return to its normal elasticity and appearance and this is something that I love seeing with clients we take photos at the start of their journey and then we get photos you know six months to 12 months down the track and they've looked like they've reversed aging by 5 10 15 years so that's really cool to see as well yeah it's amazing to be able to help people and change change so much about um their life and how they would feel about themselves and it's a it's a huge huge process isn't it yeah and and you know as we always touch on skin is such a visual organ it can impact that person's life dramatically especially with going through something like topical steroid withdrawal so just be able to support people through that process and really to speed up that healing and for them to notice such a significant change in their skin can get them back out into life again and returning to work and and all the things that they used to enjoy that they might have stopped doing because they've been going through this drug-induced skin condition. So if a client is currently on topical steroids and wants to come off them, what do you recommend? The big question. (laughs) Yes, and seeing topical steroid withdrawal clients for the last six years, I've really honed my process as well and you know I've in in the early days you know have experimented with clients with coming off cold turkey and also weaning off and I've just found that my success Mm -hmm. and um going into topical steroid withdrawal is to not come off cold turkey so sometimes I see clients and they've already come off topical steroids months prior and they're going through that topical steroid withdrawal process and I'm like okay that's fine Um, but if I get a client that's still using topical steroids I like to do the wean off method as it can actually be quite dangerous to come off topical steroids cold turkey especially if there's been long-term use of topical steroids because remember it's a steroid hormone drug that that you've been applying to your skin which is seeping into your blood system and has a big impact on your adrenal system and Mel's really going to touch on that in the next episode so I always recommend the wean off phase um, which can take a couple of months and essentially what that means is slowly reducing your topical steroid use over the course of a few months to allow that withdrawal process to begin to happen and it gives your skin and your body time to adjust while we're doing all the right things topically and while we're doing all the right things internally it just makes that topical steroid withdrawal process a lot smoother i guess it's like thinking about coming off any sort of drug or alcohol when you stop taking that drug or you know stop drinking that alcohol cold turkey you're going to go through a pretty intense withdrawal process and sometimes that is really can be quite dangerous if it's not if it's not done assisted Mm -hmm. so that's just it's not as extreme as that but that's just a kind of a little analogy to use when you're coming off topical steroids so how long might it take to go through this process and that's a great question (laughs) and it's definitely a question that I do get asked and again it's one of those things like how long is a piece of string Um, there's a couple of factors that influence your healing and that's definitely well how long were you using topical steroids has it been a lifelong thing what's the frequency you've been using topical steroids especially probably in the 
last year or two and then what's also the surface area of the skin you've been applying those topical steroids to so um, everyone's going to have a different healing time and if you're implementing certain protocols like the protocols we use topically and externally then this can really speed up that process so that's a very vague <laughs> uh, answer to that to that question but if you're get if you're getting assisted with with this process and you're and you've, you're getting a lot of support and you're removing stressful things from your life during this period then um, that can play a big impact in your healing as well mm-hmm. can you share with us the topical protocol that you recommend Sure. So, I mean, first thing what we always do when it comes to skin condition is we need to remove any skincare products, body products that could be exacerbating the condition. And this also includes toxic detergent and dishwashing soap and shampoo and conditioner and all those things that we come into contact. Things like foaming soaps, soap bars, gel-based products, anything with petroleum, mineral oils, silicones, anything with harsh preservatives in them, you know, things like pegs, essential oils, fragrances can be very irritating to the skin barrier. And then removing things like vitamin A and vitamin C, a bit too punchy on an impaired barrier, or any chemical exfoliants, such as glycolic, lactic and salicylic acid. We don't need to be over exfoliating your skin at the time we need to be giving back to your skin um, and all of these things and some of those things in there can be really beneficial to for certain skin conditions but when it comes to topical steroid withdrawal it's all about supporting the barrier and giving back to the barrier my philosophy with our topical protocol is i like to go low and slow when it comes to introducing ingredients into the skin as you know as i've spoken before the barrier is an extremely impaired state so we don't want to overwhelm it with too many things I may start off by introducing a barrier repairing milk cleanser. So something that's really, really gentle if the skin can tolerate it. Otherwise, I just recommend no cleanser and just washing your face with filtered water. Or if you're in the shower, just making sure that it's it's a super quick shower and it's lukewarm and you're not using hot water on the skin. That's very important. I do love doing a customized serum for these clients. So I put actives in there that are going to be really barrier repairing, anti-inflammatory, helping to support the microbiome, as well as some really nice hydrating actives in there as well. And then on the to- over the top of that, I might use a fat-rich oleogel balm. Um, and that kind of helps to lock the serum into the skin. It helps to provide a protective barrier from the outside world because we know with an impaired skin barrier, if we have things landing on our skin, it's going to send a signal to your immune system to kind of have a bit of a response and that can lead to more inflammation and and redness and things like that and then that fat rich fat rich balm helps to lock some of that water in your skin which is being dramatically reduced because you have no skin roof to really be locking in that water content hence why people going through topical steroid withdrawal can feel extremely dry and flaky 
And typically I just say, let's not use any SPF for now and just being sun conscious. So conscious of your time in the sun and wearing a hat until we repair the skin barrier a little bit more then we can definitely introduce a skin friendly SPF. Some other things are making sure you're wearing natural fibers, especially if you are experiencing body rashes and body flares. So sleeping in natural material sheets. I love bamboo as it's super breathable and it's also slightly antimicrobial um, as I mentioned before not having too hot showers or baths and the itch factor so as best you can trying not to itch your skin itching your skin with your nails is just going to cause more trauma to the skin I know there's some people that are listening to this episode going through topical steroid withdrawal and being like how do I stop itching my skin? I mean, there's some little hacks around it. You can wear gloves at night when you go to bed because I find clients wake up in the middle of the night itching their skin. They don't even realize they're itching their skin and they're causing lots of trauma to their skin. So wearing some cotton gloves um, to prevent that scratching might help. Um, and, and then keeping do, your nails short. Keeping your nails short. Yeah. That's a really good one. Yeah. If it's during the day, then, you know, doing some deep breathing or some meditation to really try and help override that itch factor. Um, yeah. Or putting an ice pack on the area that's itchy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just to kind of put some pressure and some coolness on there. That can really help too. Yeah, for sure. And when it comes to the body, obviously we're dealing with a much bigger surface area. So sometimes for my clients, you know, prescribing them a expensive serum isn't always necessary to be putting popping on the body, but we do recommend a specific probiotic rich moisturizer, um, which can cover larger parts of the body and topical probiotics have such a multitude of benefits for the skin and that's definitely something that I want to kind of cover in another podcast episode Mm -hmm. and Danika you're going to chat to us a little bit about our topical steroid withdrawal bath recipe yeah so we prescribe baths for our topical steroid withdrawal clients that have dead sea salts and apple cider vinegar in it so usually about one cup of dead sea salts and two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar per bath. So dead sea salts are made up of about 55% sodium chloride and about 31% magnesium. So the high amount of sodium is antibacterial and it helps to reduce the bacterial growth such as staph, which is really common with topical steroid withdrawal. And it helps to rebalance the microbiome, which will help to speed up healing. Uh, The magnesium also helps to strengthen the skin's barrier and promotes rapid skin healing. It strengthens the barrier and it helps to lock in moisture. So this is going to help to improve the overall hydration of the skin. It's also mildly exfoliating in the way it's just going to help to slough off any skin cells that are flaking and ready to come off. And this can really help with reducing the itchiness um, and the flakiness of the skin. So because it does help so much with the itch and reducing that overall inflammation, we do recommend this often before bed for our clients as that can usually be the time that itchiness is the worst. So this often helps our clients be able to fall asleep a lot easier. And then the addition of the apple cider vinegar. So that has acetic acid in it, which is a natural antibacterial, antifungal and astringent. So astringent means it helps to tighten the skin and actually pulls wounds together. So it's amazing for skin healing. And it helps to also balance the skin's pH. 
to be more on the acidic side. So we have an acid mantle that sits on our skin and we want that to be slightly acidic to help reduce inflammation and bacterial growth. Yes, amazing. And our clients love this bath. And if it's something that you're going through, if even if you're going through eczema at the moment as well, that's a wonderful bath for eczema and wonderful, wonderful bath for topical steroid withdrawal. And we usually recommend minimum three baths a week. Some people find relief doing a bath every night before bed just so they can get those at least a couple of hours sleep um, and they're not waking up so much in the middle of the night yeah um, but just important not to be overly hot yes just to be kind of more of a lukewarm bath yes and yeah. and maximum 20 minutes you don't yeah. have to do anything more than that and then obviously after you've come out of the bath you know pat yourself dry and it's really important to be popping on your moisturizer just to lock that straight away yeah yep. lock, lock that um water content into your skin as well so any final thoughts i think this has been a really really informative podcast so topical steroid it's a journey and the best thing for you if you're going through it is to have as much support as possible so finding the right practitioners that have had experience in this area it will be so valuable for your healing as well as making sure you're having support from your partners and your family and friends and letting them know what you're going through as well it is a really a time depending on the severity of your withdrawal to go inward you know spend more time at home reducing your stress but we're definitely going to cover all of that in the next episode so stay tuned yeah so next episode we're going to be delving into all the internals with mal and how we treat topical steroid withdrawal internally so listen in for that and we'll also be sharing ways to support yourself mentally and emotionally Yes, yeah, that's very important. So we hope you've gotten some little tidbits out of this experience. If anyone you know is going through topical steroid withdrawal, please share this episode with them. Um, the more awareness and education we can get out about this particular condition, then uh, the more people we can help. And we can't wait to have you guys all back for the next episode. And remember, healthy, healthy skin is always in. in. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Head over to our Facebook page, The Skin Series, or follow us on Instagram at theskinseries underscore pod to join the community or ask us any questions. We would love to hear from you. See you in the next episode.